J.K. Dobbins may be done in Baltimore. Javante Williams looking better and better every day to play week number one. And dare I say he's on the same level of, of being prepared for week one as Brees Hall. And Brees Hall is very much ahead of schedule despite all the things being talked about in New York or in fantasy football worlds regarding regarding Dalvin Cook and why they would bring him in and so forth. So we've got Javante Pacheco, J.K. Dobbins, Zach Charbonnet back at practice, which is fantastic news. And that's that and more. Phone calls, super chats, you name it. We're, we're doing it all live. The Fantasy Football Show begins right now. Live from the FantasyFootballShow.com studios. It's the Fantasy Football Show. Live! Monday through Friday, 8 p.m. Eastern. Smitty is also live whenever news From the FantasyFootballShow.com news desk, here is your breaking news. So, J.K. Dobbins, um, not good Not good news if you're a J.K. Dobbins owner. Uh, looks like J.K. is quite possibly maybe even done with the team. Now, this is a, a tough, you know, thing to... to to really understand yet because there's a lot of unsaid things being you know kept behind closed doors but for the most part the news is looking pretty bleak in terms of jk returning to the team here is a report here from uh cb nbc i'm sorry nbc sports ravens head coach john harbaugh said he's unsure when jk will return to the team um obviously you know he could he could end up taking this thing the distance jacobs could take this thing the distance who the heck knows who knows if dalvin cook who knows if dalvin cook ends up getting brought into this situation who knows i i don't know i don't know that this is repairable it's supposedly complex and this report right here we've got some other news right here um there's there's let's see here zach charbonnet i got a, cu- a couple other pieces of news i'm gonna plop on the screen here because we got a lot to talk about but this wouldn't surprise me if this went south because it's complicated. Coach doesn't know when he's going to return. The guy's holding out when he doesn't even deserve a big fat deal. He hasn't been able to stay healthy or on the field. Um, this is a player that I run from. Just run from in 2023. Does he have the potential to, I don't know, um, play like a top 10 running back at some point during the season? I suppose, but here's a player that struggled to get back to full strength and to, to, to elite form, and he struggled. He struggled even when he was playing football mid, you know, mid, midway through his comeback last year. He looked sluggish. He got caught from behind. Um, then he renewing his membership. There's a lot of reasons to run for the hills in terms of J.K. Dobbins. Um, but could he end up being a guy that ends up showing up last minute, playing football, Grabbing a hold of the starting job, not looking back. Certainly, certainly, there's that 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 chance that it happens. I just want everybody to know that there's no for sure anything here, but this is going in a wrong direction. And Jacobs and J.K. are the two running backs. If I had to pick two running backs that could take this thing the distance, even though they're they're essentially holding out in different ways, um, J.K. is holding in 
Jacobs has not signed his deal and technically speaking isn't holding out. He's just not coming to the team, signing his, his franchise uh, tag and playing football. J.K.'s holding in. J.K.'s holding in. J.K. doesn't want to play football. There's there's rumor that he's injured. There's rumor that he's holding in and pretending he's injured. And I don't know how long or how far he's going to take this. But every day he waits, he becomes less valuable to the team. Because Todd Munkin is installing an offense, okay, installing an offense right now that he's not a part of. And it's going to be complicated enough to install and run a brand new attack that You've got to worry about protecting uh, Lamar Jackson, your franchise quarterback, and you got this guy out here playing Mickey Mouse games, holding out when he has no leverage whatsoever, no leg to stand on. He, he was, he's been injured almost his whole career. And yes, he's promising. Yes, he could average five yards a pop. Yes, there's upside. But this is a player that I'm staying clear of. And maybe he's done in Baltimore. Maybe he's not. But I'm certainly staying clear of this guy heading into 2020. Three, and you should too. Uh, next up to talk about in terms of, of news would be Javante Williams. This news is fantastic. Uh, it just gets better and better for Javante. Head coach Sean Payton said Javante Williams will play preseason games. The speculation is that he plays in week two. Uh, not that he's going to play probably the first preseason game, although we don't really know. And Sean Payton's been very, very coy about this entire... Whoa, I just revoked someone's Bijan card. I'm sorry about that. I hit the wrong button. Um, this is somebody that uh, I'm getting awfully excited about. Every single hour, we start heading into to, toward week one. Um, so start drafting him in the seventh round with confidence. If he starts climbing into the sixth round ADP-wise, we will certainly have to reconvene uh, and decide whether he's worth a sixth-round pick because he certainly could be. Um, those super chats are rolling in. I'm coming for you. Hang tight real quickly. Let me get through this news real fast. And then we're up in the throne draft, and we need to make a draft selection. Uh, we'll get to Zach Charbonnet here in a second. Things are good for Charbonnet. Isaiah Pacheco, uh, NFL, Network, NFL Network's reporting that Pacheco's shoulder could be cleared for contact by August 20th. Um, him and McKinnon are one of the most fantastic cuffs for a low-end running back, too. You can find in fantasy. You can get him in the sixth round. You can get McKinnon near double-digit rounds or in double-digit rounds. It depends on where you're drafting. If you're drafting on Sleeper, you're drafting on ESPN, you can get away with some things more than in other formats. And, and sometimes those formats burn you, you know, because you'll have a guy ranked higher over there. So potentially, I don't know where ESPN even has Pacheco. Maybe it's higher than on, on Underdog or... Or sleeper, so you just have to kind of check or check your ADP. Always use ADP to your advantage and try and draft around it and manip manipulate it the best you can. And so Pacheco probably is a six rounder, roughly in most formats. So make sure you understand where you can get away with maybe getting him. Okay, here we go. Here we go. Zach Charbonnet, baby. This news is fantastic. Now, some of you are wishing bad things for Charbonnet because you want. The, the lane completely open for Walker. And shame on you. You don't want to wish bad things upon this man, Zach Charbonnet. We love him. And he's the best cuff in fantasy, probably, uh, in terms of running back. So he's back at practice, shoulder out indefinitely. Um, we didn't know what that meant. It could be something, you know, we, we knew it could be something minor or it could be something bad. Indefinitely is usually a, a pretty negative term in terms of a player getting hurt and missing time because normally you have a, a timetable or a week or a few weeks or he'll be out sometime but when you say indefinitely it usually does mean that there's something more long term clearly this was not clearly 
they're uh, the coach speak in, in Seattle uh, with Pete Carroll is hard to uh, decipher sometimes. So that's why you always got to take what Pete says with a grain of salt. Um, but Zach Charbonnet's back. That's good. Uh, and and let's see what happens with Walker in the next you know week or two. So circle back on that. Elijah Mitchell is um, expected to miss a few days with the abductor strain. This guy's always injured. Always injured. I would not count on him for pretty much anything in 2023. Um, he makes a pretty decent, um, you know, like deep play, I guess. But okay, so we're drafting, drafting in throne. We're up in the throne draft right now. So get ready for that. We're gonna draft right now. Let me go ahead. We're gonna we're gonna pull it up, and then we're gonna go ahead and and make uh, cast votes in the chat like we did yesterday. And then you guys can tell me who you want to vote on, and then we'll vote on them. So let me pull up the throne draft. We'll look at it. We'll take a peek at it. We'll we'll see we're on the clock. We'll see who's um where is this at throne draft? Where are you? Where are you? Here we go. Throne. We're in the middle of drafting. Let me put this on screen real quick for you, and then we're going to cast our our nominations for who we're going to vote on, um, just like we did yesterday. So here is here is this. Come on, where is it? Show up. There it is. So we're on the clock. Unfortunately, Garrett Wilson got snagged, and I heard from that community that he ba- they barely, barely, barely passed the Garrett Wilson vote, and Garrett Wilson was literally a hair away from dropping to us. And when they announced it in the group chat, they said, "I know this is early, guys, but with the the, the community voted Garrett Wilson, so they they barely took him. The guy the guy between us, I don't think would have taken him a plug, so we would have just had we would have stole him away." which was the risk that we took. It's unfortunate it didn't work out, but we love St. Brown. I imagine St. Brown is going to be the guy we're all voting on here with somebody else, but you're 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 free to cast your vote. Who's in here that can tally the votes for me like yesterday? Travis, can you tally the votes for me, my guy? Can you tell me who wins um between or who gets nominated the two players that get the most nominations and then we're going to take it to a vote and vote live it's all done live so you know there's there's every every time every single year every single year i deal with a lot of complaints about this process it honestly it gets it gets frustrating because like i literally i literally do it out in the open i literally let you guys control it i try not to influence much at all and it's like, you know, there's always people that get upset at me. They get upset at me when my community votes a certain way. It's always the case. Every single year. It's, it's one of the most, like, taxing uh, things because this draft takes three weeks and we're on our toes. We're answering DMs. Everybody, there's 12 communities drafting. And we literally got to, like, go live the moment we're up. And it's like everybody doesn't realize you, you have a, a say here. You have a say to vote. And so I don't know why everybody gets upset at me. When when the when the group picks a certain way, now there's there's not a ton of pushback, but there's some that don't love the Barkley pick. But everyone was here to make it. Everyone was here to make it. I don't mind it. I love Barkley. I think Barkley's going to smash this year. So I don't care. I don't mind it. But I know there's some that wanted Garrett Wilson. But let me explain the way it went down yesterday. Sick nasty accumulated the votes. We said go ahead and vote who you want to be in the top two nomination voting poll. And Garrett Wilson didn't make it in. He didn't make it in. 
He got very few votes. I had the, the list of available players on screen. We chose, and Garrett Wilson didn't make it in. This is who's available. These are the quarterbacks that are available, obviously all of them. Here are the RBs that are available. No, we're not taking JT. That's when I'll st step in and, and say, come on. I mean, if you voted it, I would actually put it through, but please don't. Uh, Jacobs, Pollard, uh, Stevenson, Reese Hall, Najee Harris, Etienne, Gibbs, Walker. Wide receivers are Adams, St. Brown, Waddle, Alave, Higgins, Devontae Smith, DK Metcalf, uh, Debo Samuel. Um, this is the same thing we did yesterday. Garrett Wilson didn't make it in. Now, the thinking was this, and this is what everybody quickly came to a conclusion. And then when I sensed what you guys wanted to do, I didn't push it because, frankly, Garrett Wilson was like, I don't know, it was like eight players down and we had a very quick turnaround right so we had the one two three four five six picks and he was like eight or nine if i remember correctly so the fact that he didn't make it into the vote based on sick nasty tallying the votes and this, again the throne if anybody's new the throne is a league where you draft my team and i take it into battle against other communities that i created this league four or five years ago and it's phenomenal because you guys get to get involved you guys get to uh make the decision um and and uh, so basically yesterday when you guys voted as a community and did not nominate Garrett Wilson, the worst thing we could have done with him not winning even the top two vote was to throw him in the poll and let our, our opponents know that we're right here. These three opponents with the back to back, they all had two picks before they came back to us to let them know who we really wanted. So if Garrett Wilson was in that vote, it would have been a, a bad move to throw him in if he wasn't winning the vote. So the top two vote-getters by far were Diggs and Barkley. Garrett Wilson wasn't even close, which surprised me a little bit. But again, the calculated risk was he was so far down on this list. He was like more than, way more than the amount of players that were going to get drafted so far down. And, we, and the calculation almost worked. Um, you know, it, it, was, it, was a, it, was a, it was a risky move. It didn't work out. But guess what? I mean, St. Brown's, Brown's a monster. St. Brown could be the number two, number three, number four wide receiver in the league. You know, so I'm full, totally fine, totally fine um, with this with this draft selection if we do end up going St. Brown. So let's cast our vote. Here are the players available. Everybody, I want, uh, I want, uh, let's see, can I get Tra Travis, are you okay doing this? Travis and Vampy, maybe. Can you guys kind of tell me who, tally them up a little bit, even if it's mentally, who the top two vote getters are? Who should we draft with this pick? We've got Barkley already. Who should we get? Go ahead and, and drop your vote in the chat. We'll narrow it down to two. We'll go to the voting like we did yesterday, the same way that I do it pretty much every time. And surely someone's going to get mad at me because we don't pick the player they want. And I, I, I get it. I get it. But it is what it is. I'm on Raw. Uh, no need to vote on this one, Smitty. I'm on Raw. Uh, let's see here. Barkley and St. Brown is nice as can be, says Avi. St. Brown... Everybody's saying Sun God. Are we, Travis, do we need, even need to vote at this point? Is this one of those ones where it's unanimous inside the initial vote? Because yesterday we couldn't determine whether it was going to be no votes needed. Got to take St. Brown, says Gavin. St. Brown, Sun God, not even close for, dis, close for discussion. Sun God, one Alave vote from G Money. No vote. Travis says, I think there's no reason to vote. I trust Travis because Travis is monitoring the chat and Vampy. Says it's all sun god. So I trust my two my two mods in here. Vampy's a new mod, by the way. Let's get Vampy. 
Vampy, Vampy's such a good dude. Um, Vampy, so is Travis. Travis, you're amazing. Travis and Vampy, I trust them. They tell me that the chat says Sun God without any equivocation. Yesterday, it was so close between Diggs and Barkley. And I was surprised Garrett Wilson wasn't in it. But again, it was the calculated risk that we took. Uh, and I, I, I was fine with it. I'm fine with it. St. Brown, it is. I will draft St. Brown right now. It is unanimous according to my two mods. The calculation is in. Here we go. No need to vote. No need to vote. Here we go. Welcome to the team. Amon Ra, St. Brown. You are now a part of Team Smitty, the Fantasy Football Show, The Throne, Barkley, St. Brown. Pretty solid duo, I must say. I like it. I do think Barkley could easily be a top five running back this year. So I, I, I love this. And to be quite honest, this particular group is very running back heavy. Um, they traditionally go very, very running back heavy. The only difference is we've got a few new faces in here. But new face number one drafted two running backs. We've consumed a bunch of running backs. I have a feeling that uh, it, it could go a, in a crazy direction for either wide receiver or running back. And I think we come out of this pretty solid. We come out of this pretty balanced where I feel like we're not going to be put in a box at all during the draft because we got our number one running back. We've got our number one wide receiver. And I feel pretty good. This draft slot's kind of difficult. Um, but this is, this is a, a crazy good duo. I'm feeling pretty good about it. Um, we're probably not going to mention a lot of names as we normally kind of keep low-key about who we're maybe going to target next pick. Or at least if I read the chat, I might not necessarily say the name. I, if anybody's followed me for a while, then you know how I do this process. And I know it pisses off people once in a while. It just does. But for anybody that's seen me do this, you know that I'm not going to make a big stink about a player that's not winning the vote. Like, there's a player right here that coming up on our next pick that I'm not going to sit here and start talking about right now because we don't want to key, you know, the, the uh, opposition who spies on us. And that's a part of the throne. The throne since inception has been about the other communities is fair game to spy. It's fair game to go in. It's fair game to go into the community and try and listen and see what they're doing. That's all part of it. It's a part of an amazing process. And so that happens. And so there are people in here. I know that. That's why yesterday I didn't sit there and go, oh, Garrett Wilson. We got to go Garrett Wilson next pick. We were, I was reading the tea leaves between all of you and you guys weren't voting him and you were making the calculation that he was going to fall. He almost did. It almost worked out. But even though St. Brown is, is arguably in that conversation of, of Garrett Wilson anyway. So I'm, I'm not even, I'm not even worried about it at all. I love the team. It's a very, very good uh, duo. And next pick, I think we all know where we might want to go with that. And we'll leave it at that. So good job drafting everybody. You did a fantastic job. Um, so far we have an absolutely, uh, stellar start. Um, the 1.9 is a tough pick. And so we're going to, we're going to hit the phone lines now. So let's hit the phone line. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. All right, dial into the show if you've got a comment, a concern, uh, a topic of of any kind. Um, let me get these super chats out of the way and appreciate you all that dropped them. Garrett Garcia says, should I stash Gus Edwards, A-Chain, or Kendra Miller? 
I love Kendra Miller and 8-Chain. I'd probably say Kendra Miller is the most important right now because Kamara probably misses one, two, three weeks, and that'll be at the beginning and the onset. A-Chain is going to take some time to get into the lineup, but you could easily argue A-Chain is as valuable. Zach Charbonnet is back. Thank you, Kevin, for the super chat. Thank you, Garrett Garcia, for the super chat. Gene Carlo dropping a super chat says Dynasty Superflex League trade my QB. Uh, tra- oh, sorry. Let's see. Superflex League trade. My QBs are Love Rogers, trade Eckler and Evan Ingram for Javante Wilson and Goddard. I assume this is Garrett Wilson. So Eckler and Evan Ingram for Javante, Garrett Wilson, and Goddard. That's Russell Wilson, you don't need him. So the answer is no, because I like Jordan Love a lot. If that's Garrett Wilson, you didn't clarify here, Gene Carlo, but I'm going to say if it's Garrett Wilson, I'm going to go at that and say, give me it, give it to me all day long. Garrett Wilson, Javante Goddard, smash. You've just been Smitty approved. Appreciate you, my guy. All right, uh, Denny Spaulding with the $1 hauler. Denny, appreciate you, my guy. Denny to the moon. I love Denny. Denny, you can call in. The phone lines are open. Or are the phone lines open? Hold on. The phone lines might have crashed. Okay, they're back. They're back up. Phone lines are open. Dial in. Call into the show. Call, call, call into the show. Zach, my guy, what is up? You're live. What's up, Smitty? What's up? Um, I have a keeper league where we get to keep four players. Um, could you help me with who to pick out of these players that I list yeah. off in the round? Yeah, go ahead. Okay, so I have I have Diggs in the second. I have T. Higgins in the third. Reed Paul in the third. Uh, Tony Pollard in the fifth. Uh, DK Metcalf in the fifth, Alave in the sixth, and then Burrow in the eighth, and Hurts in the ninth. Okay, was it a grandma league, bro? Come on. Come on, bro. How many do you get to keep? Uh, I get to keep four. And this is uh, uh, one QB? It's one QB, yeah. Okay. And then I, get, I can keep them in that round forever. And if you if you have two guys in the same round, you got to keep the one guy in the round before, right? So if you if you were to keep Pollard and DK, you got to keep one of them at four, right? Um, if I were to keep both of them, then like one of them would be a fifth rounder, and the other one would be a fourth, a sixth rounder. Oh, really? You go backwards, huh? Okay. Because it, it's not, it's a weird draft because okay. it was a salary cap draft that we're converting you. into. Okay, uh, so yeah. look, digs digs round two. It's good value, not great. Uh, Higgins in round three is right where he goes. So that's not great value either. Hall in round three, as much as I love Hall, that's not great value because he goes in round three anyway. Sometimes round four right now with the with the Dalvin Cook threat. Pollard in five is a steal. DK in five is okay. Um, that's definitely a good value. It's not the, the most amazing, but it's good. That's like in the mix right here. Alave in six is ho- home run material. So Pollard, Alave, and honestly, I'd probably take Hertz in nine. And then I'd probably, I would probably go, this is tough because it's such a good team. I almost want you to lock down players and say like, okay, you, since you've got Hertz and nine, you got Pollard and you've got Alave. I mean, you can afford to say Diggs is probably almost even Steven in round two, but I guess I'd ask myself, who can I get in the second round? 
if you can get somebody remotely close to a Diggs or a Alave or a Kenneth Walker or someone like that, then I probably retain DK in the five and give myself that second round back. But, right, but it, it okay. does depend on if there's four be, pl- four players being consumed. What is the second round anyway? Is the exactly. second is the second round going to be garbage? Is it going to be? I imagine it's going to be like a fifth round pick. Yeah, exactly. That's why it's like I don't really know what to do because this is the first time that we've yeah done it. This is the second year. Of it. Yeah, e- e- I think at the end of the day, easy call for me. Diggs two, Pollard five, Alave six, Hurts nine. Okay, and you would still the only only caveat is that Alave and six. I got that in a trade. So if I keep Alave in the sixth, that means that I would have to give up my fifth, but I already have a fifth, like a player in the fifth that I would keep when Pollard. So then I'd have to give up the fourth pick, you know, the fourth round pick. Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean, it's still worth it. I think it's still do it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That's, I mean, that's a, that's a okay, solid cool. four to start with, bro. Cool. All Thanks, right, man. You can, you can hang on the, on the line here if you want to be a part of the, the little panel here. Avi, you're live, pal. Um, I want to talk about Javante Williams. I'm getting hyped about him. He's on one of my dynasty teams. Got him late. I think uh, second half of the year, weeks like five through seventeen, he could be a beast. So yeah, I'm I'm liking Javante. I, I and love, I like the St. Brown pick. Yeah, I, I love I love Javante. Um, I I think Javante around like seven anywhere in seven's a steal, and then we I think we got to assess once he climbs. This news probably does kick him into the bottom of six. I think we just got to wait till that happens for sure, and then we can address it. I imagine I'm going to Smitty approve a late six round pick for Javante. Yeah, I just think he is going to get the ball enough where like wait oh no they that no he should get the ball enough where like he can put up RB two numbers at that spot. But they have P. Ryan now, dude. I actually did forget about that. But yeah. P. Ryan isn't like – he's not like – he's not like a stud, but he's a good player. Yeah, P. P. Ryan's a, – a P. Ryan would be the equivalent to – Nah. Let me, let, me try, let me try and comp him. P. Ryan's the equivalent to like a – God, what is he? he? He's like a – he's a poor man's version of, of what Mixon used to be. And I, I, I truly think he, you know, he could thrive anytime he's given an opportunity. I think he could be okay. I think if you, if you couple him and Javante together, you got yourself a pretty darn good running back, like low end two, you know, mm-hmm. like if you were to, if you were to go heavy wide receiver, quarterback, tight end shopping, and you just waited until like 6.12, like the last pick in the sixth round and you took Javante and then you took P Ryan after that. You know, I don't know if you can get a, get away with P Ryan a little bit later, but that's yeah. a that's a phenomenal, like quietly cool running back too that you know you allow you to allow you to build elsewhere. But I, you know, I I get it if somebody doesn't want to trust P Ryan, and it's hard to trust him. You know what's weird is how many people are, are yeah. on the P Ryan train, and yet you know nobody can get behind like a. They start fading guys like Brees Hall and Kenneth Walker who are sharing carries too. It's so weird how people can jump off a train when the momentum feels like it's going the Yeah. That's why I don't draft to like August thirtieth. That's why I draft after the preseason game, so there'll be more news on like the Seattle running backs and all those. Those are I don't know anything with the Seattle Seattle backfield. I'm just nothing I'm staying away, but I don't know yet. Yeah, it, uh, it seems know. like Sharps is fine though. <laughs> Sharps is fine though. So, um, yeah, 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 yeah. 
Yeah. Also, I want to say I'm proud of the community about drafting Barkley. I wasn't here last night. I was busy. I was out. Uh, great pick. Yeah. Well done at that spot. Yeah. Um, I, I I like it. I mean, there was some controversy around it. I, I didn't yeah. think it was I'm, that. I didn't think it was that big of a deal. My head's peeling. I don't know if you guys, you can see my head flaking, but I've been out in the sun. I'm so sunburned. Look at my arms. My arms are sunburned. <laughs> my head's peeling like crazy, and I keep my head shaved tight. So like my head was burning. My head's really red. The blue lights in here help <laughs> help help uh, calm the. I get but my, my head my head you can just see it peeling all over the place. <laughs> And I'm I'm just like man I'm burned everywhere I've been in the yard I'll show the yard to you guys we'll do a, maybe a, a late night live stream out there very very soon if not tonight but uh, I'm just I'm a disaster I'm all red I'm all tired I'm exhausted I'm dehydrated and I didn't I I did some work I, I had some people doing some massive work out there but I was like moving stuff I was trying to make sure everything was good you guys are gonna love the backyard but yeah there's some controversy yeah, around Barkley that pick it is what it is like I, I like I don't know how I can do it any better than I did it. You know, I've been doing this four or five yeah, years. I'm never going to please everybody, but every single yeah, year yeah. there there are going to be a, a handful of people that are, like, upset about it. They're like, it didn't, he didn't draft the player I want. Why did this player get called out? Yeah. It's like, I, look, I, I, I throw it out. It's fantasy. Yeah, but but, yeah. but I mean, it's more important than that to a lot of people, and I, and I understand yeah, that. Yeah. So I'm not going to belittle it and say it's fantasy. I, I'm going to say that I, I yeah, let yeah. you guys call out the player. Sick Nasty's in here right now. He tallied up the votes. Get, you know Garrett Wilson, who I love. You guys know I love Garrett Wilson in round one, but on the on the sleeper app, he was falling really, really far. And I think the general consensus was in their their comments, let him fall. We'll get Garrett Wilson in the next round. He didn't win the vote. He didn't come close to winning the vote the, to getting a top. You know, we did it yeah. kind of like the St. Brown vote. If there's a clear winner, we just roll with it. But sick nasty yeah. came to the conclusion, and I and I agreed by looking at it. I confirmed. Yeah. That it was Diggs and Barkley Look, by a mile, so I threw him up on a pole. I didn't want to yeah. throw. Why would I want to throw Garrett Wilson to the pole and and key off the? Yeah, yeah. You know, we're trying to get him next pick. So you know, he he wasn't in the final. Exactly. The final like tallying of and, and, and then there's like a handful of people that are mad we didn't take Garrett Wilson. You love yeah. Garrett Wilson. It's not my pick. It's your guys's pick, and I appreciate yeah, yeah. that. I love the process, and it's your team. It's your team, not my team. And you guys took Barkley, and I support it. I support it. I like St. Brown. I know it makes some people mad. It is what it is. We we were a hair away from getting uh, Garrett Wilson in the group chat. The guy said that picked him. He said my community went a little early on Garrett Wilson, and he was expecting a lot of pushback from people in the chat. So they barely picked him. No. They barely picked him. Yeah. No, I think Barkley is just the right pick there. It's not like Wilson can't outscore him. It's just a little more proven, I'd say. Like Wilson at nine, you know, it could be high for little people, so that's why. I, lo yeah, there, I, I love Wilson. I'd take him at yeah, nine without hesitation. But I will say that hey. when I think I can get him to fall, yeah. I'll I'll try it. I mean, it wasn't a bad it wasn't a bad play. Yeah, Look, yeah. St. Brown was there to save the day. It's not like St. Brown is yeah, a, is good. a is a bum. He's you know capable of being a top five <laughs> wide receiver. He's capable of being number two. You know, like he's so good. Yeah, yeah. But uh, I'm gonna slow pop. All right, hold on, Avi, one second. I'm in a slow puppy with you at 104. It's your pick. All right, thank you, Lucas. You're probably going to be waiting a while because I'm live. But, Lu Lucas, I appreciate you. Um, I'm in so many slow puppies right now. I, I, I joined too many of them. And I just, every time I open my phone, there's like eight picks and I'm on the clock and like eight drafts. It's crazy. Every time I open it, every time I open it, I just nonstop, I got to slow down on the puppies. Um, we took Barkley... 
that's a better pick, says my opinion. Um, Hall of Fame. I'll take football. I don't know. What, I'm trying to see the chat real quickly. You're glowing, Smitty. It's looking good. I am. I am a lot tanner. You can't really tell right now because of the lighting in here. But I am a lot tanner. I'm just. I'm just shedding my skin. It's like I'm. I'm. I'm peeling on the top of my head. Uh, Need a cold okay. shower. <laughs> I take them. I take. I especially when I was out there. I'd go outside for an hour or two, and then I come back in here and work. I have to take a shower every time I came back in. It's just like it's just so hot in Arizona. It's like 150. It feels like 120 on the cement and pavers out of my yard and. So it just it's so hot. Clinton from Clinton from New Orleans. What's up, Clinton? You're live. Hey, what's going on? What's going on, Smitty? I was just uh, wondering. I wanted to pick your brain or something. How did you feel about uh, in baseball in like the last five rounds, like scooping up Mac Jones and Devontae Parker, like back to back? Is that a you think that's a good value? Mm. No, I'm not. I'm not into Mac Jones at all, bro. I, I won't. I won't even draft him. I think Zappy starts like ten I, games this year. And I and I'm Parker, like, like, you know, like lately. But but I just don't think Mac Jones is going to start long. So okay, I, yeah. But that's me. I could be wrong on Mac. I just don't feel it. I think I think Patriots offense is a disaster. I like Ramondre Stevenson, but I mean Bill's looking for running backs at every around every corner and every nook and cranny. He's he's literally like searching for running backs, trying out guys. Wants Dalvin Cook. Leonard Fournette, probably Zeke Elliott. I mean, he want he wants somebody to come in. Why? Why does he want another RB? Why doesn't he trust Ramondre? Maybe it's because Ramondre initiated that pitch play that caused a walk off defensive touchdown when they should have been, you know, kneeling it down or catching it, going to the ground, taking the game into overtime and trying to win. And if you remember that against the Raiders, and then he fumbled, and so there's like doghouse potential situation going on in. in in New England, maybe. I don't even know. I don't even know. But why why is he out there searching for an RB and he's rotated before? So there's there's concern. I love I love Ramondre Stevenson. He was one of our, our bigger predictions of the offseason. Love Ramondre, but I just feel like that's a disaster of a situation offensively. And Parker, I have zero interest in Parker. But hey, Clinton, if you like those two players, don't let me sway you away. Trust your gut. But I'm I'm certainly out on on Parker and Mac Jones. I think the the Patriots made a grave mistake not going and getting Hopkins. However, I don't know that I wanted Hopkins there because Hopkins would have probably not gotten the football near as much. So, um, tough tough call. I don't know if you're are you a Patriots fan, Clinton? Probably broke your heart. No, not really. I was just I was just looking for like a uh, I, it was like my last quarterback, my third quarterback. And get like, Sam Howell. The last wide receiver. Get Sam Howell. Get um, get Tank Dell. He goes as a, a final wide receiver. Tank Dell's a, a an amazing prospect. Charlie Jones in Cincinnati could be pretty good. Uh, Marshall in Carolina. Uh, Michael Wilson in Arizona. Those are some good stabs if you want a really deep wide receiver. If you want higher than that, um, Curtis Samuel seems like a steady Eddie. But, I mean, Sam Howell would be a great quarterback to grab as your third quarterback. I don't know that you need to go Mac Jones. I, I wouldn't. I don't trust Mac Jones at all. But that's All right, me. buddy. Well, I appreciate the advice, man. That's me, though. Trust, trust your gut. You know. What else you got, Clinton? That was it, but I was just calling in for that. You don't have anything else? What do you think about Barkley? What do you, what uh, do you think about the Barkley pick? You like Barkley this year? 
Yeah, I really do like Barkland. Another reason why I like watching your show is you're one of the only guys I noticed that didn't like waver, like for the Barkley deal, and then all of a sudden there wasn't nothing. Now everybody's drafting him again. Same thing with Burrow, and I believe the same thing is going to happen with, you know, Brees Hall. Like everybody was scared about Dalvin Cook. Oh, Garrett he's going, Wilson. he's how going, many, and look, now he's not going. <laughs> how many people freaked out about Garrett Wilson? You know, he's gonna be back sure, Saturday. He's fine. Garrett Wilson's fine. Garrett Wilson's fine. He's he's gonna smash. Um yeah, I, I, I love Barkley was so fun to draft for like a week in the in the third round. <laughs> you know, now oh, yeah. now he's back to about ten to ten to eighteen overall. It just depends where you draft. Uh, on the uh on the sleeper app, you gotta take him early if you want him. He's going about ten. On underdog, he's going about what, like fourteen to eighteen? So re- really crazy, depending on where you draft. Underdog, let me see. Let me check the the ADP. See if it updated on on Barkley. Barkley's definitely been climbing since he's returned, and and slowly but steadily he's climbing up. So his ADP seventeen overall on underdog. Yeah, so, and around March I was getting him in the third round. I know, bro, it's crazy. Absolutely love it. I think he's gonna have a top five running back season, top five or six. I do. That's why I was fine with the pick. You know, I wasn't going to try and convince. First of all, I don't try and influence our, our throne pick too much. I like you guys to make the pick. But uh, thank you, Lucas, for the super chat. But, you know, in general, I like to, to let you guys do it. Um, Hold on one second. Uh, not, 973 call, or who's this? Okay. I'm not very understand why people call in once I pick up the hangout. Uh, Vampy says, what's Vampy saying here? Oh, this is an old message. Uh, Vampy says, I think he's talking to somebody we just drafted like 15 minutes ago. Yeah, so we took St. Brown and we took, let me see if I can put it back on screen here. I'm on Raw. There we go. Took St. Brown and we took, uh, uh, Saquon Barkley. So that's our team so far. Pretty solid. Pretty solid, and we'll have to see who That's falls so to us. R- really, really tough to say who's going to fall to us, and I don't really want to say too much. We kind of like let it because yeah. the other communities are spying on us. But um, I feel like uh, I, I don't know. Never know. You never know, bro. Uh, what What else you guys got? What do you guys think? Uh, what do you think of uh, Javante Clinton? I'm excited about him. Yeah. Uh. I don't know. I'm I'm kind of uh, I don't know. I'm kind of torn on that one. I mean, I really don't know what to think. To tell you the truth, I've... ACL scares you. Yeah, a little bit. You know, I mean, I hear you talking about the knee injuries and stuff, and how it's no joke and everything. And so, kind of worry about that a little bit. Yeah, but you also hear me talk about it. I think um, you hear me talk about the fact that uh, you know not every knee injury is the same. And to that point, yes, I've said that way. I've yeah. said that about Javante's because Javante has been behind schedule. But almost every time I've said that, I've said if we hear differently, we will adjust and adapt. There's a reason I was very, very on Brees Hall coming into the last couple of months because he's been very, very much ahead of schedule. And um, around 23 miles per hour, they put him on the active PUP. People freaked out. They don't understand the active PUP and what that even means. He's running 23 miles per hour. They're looking at Dalvin Cook just to shore up their backfield, but they they made him apparently an offer that was very much a backup offer, and he doesn't like that, so he did not sign. 
So the, everyone is just freaking out, assuming a lot of things about Brees Hall, but he's been very much ahead of schedule, very much on track to be uh, back to form, really, by the, I would say like week four or five, he'll be back to form. I think he'll look really good and play very well, play like a top 10 running back in the first one, you know weeks one through four and be fine. Um, but, you know, I know that people are scared about that. Now, I have said all offseason long, Javante has been um, kind of, I would say, I don't even want to say behind schedule as much as we just don't, we didn't really know. It felt like he, he was probably a little bit behind Brees Hall and his recovery process. But today and the past couple of days and the past couple of news reports, everything's been pointing to him playing week one. And yesterday we got a report that Javante's been getting a heavy workload. Not a little bit, not been getting used good, a good amount. He's been getting a heavy workload in camp. And they've been feeding him. And today they reported he's going to play in the preseason. We haven't heard that about Brees Hall. Not to say Brees Hall is behind schedule. Sometimes coaches don't even share any of this information. And Sean Payton specifically said during a press conference that he wouldn't share anything. He's like, you might not even want to believe me is basically what he said about what I'm saying about anything um, in terms of this stuff. But but Javante Williams apparently is ready to go. He says he's just waiting for more and more work. They've been giving him a heavy workload. And so, in as I've always said all offseason long, if things change, I will adjust and adapt. But I've been very, very unbiased to say that I loved Brees Hall's recovery and readiness. And I wasn't ready to get on the Javante train past round seven. But I loved him in seven. I've kind of loved him in seven and eight all offseason long. He's worth it there. Now we know with him being as ready as Brees Hall, if not... I don't want to say more ready, but we're hearing a lot more information right now. So it feels like that, right? But let's call him even Steven. These are not J.K. Dobbins and Saquon Barkley their first years back. Those guys were not ready. Those guys were not even close to ready. Javante's ready. Brees Hall's ready. They're both as young as they can they can get. Youthfulness and preparedness are the two key components in having a successful year one back that maybe not doesn't mirror Adrian Peterson's numbers, but it, it mirrors his readiness. Like everyone just thinks you can't use Adrian Peterson as an ACL recovery situation example. You can because he was fully ready. You know, JK was not even close to ready. Barkley, his year first year back was not even close to ready. These guys are light years ahead of where those two guys were. And so that's why you can believe in them. And, and jo- everything's going so good for Javante. It's time mm-hmm. to start raising his ADP and it's warranted. Mm-hmm. It's warranted, bro. And the Broncos have a real coach now. They have yeah. a real coach. T- time, yeah. time to get on the train. I mean, it costs you a seventh-round pick right now. If it climbs into round six, we can have a conversation about it. But I, I love him as a seventh-round, pl- a seventh-drafted player. That is a pretty good value for Javante. I got a question. Hey, how do you? Where do how you, do you guys feel about? Go, go ahead, Clinton. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Um, I was going to ask, how do y'all feel about um, Adam Thielen, like where he's going? I'm, I'm hearing he's going to be um, a number one for Carolina. I don't know where you're hearing that. Um, yeah. I, I don't. I don't think he's he's older. Um, he certainly could be the number one, I, I suppose. But I don't know who's pumping that out because there's nothing that I that, that I that I feel confident in that that shows that he's going to have like an elite year or anything like that or anything close to it. I think he could be the number one there. It's possible. I think Marshall could be. I think Mingo could be. There are a lot of players that that have potential in that situation. But I don't think it's something where 
I'm dra- I'm like even targeting Thielen. If he falls to me, and I'm like, okay, I'm looking around and he's there, and there's nobody that feels like they're gonna get targets, I would take him. But I'm not targeting Thielen at all. I've I've zero interest in actually like planning on getting him. But trust okay. your gut on that, bro. Clinton's bringing the deep, deep calls to me today that I, I think I'm disappointing him because it was Mac Jones, it was Adam Thielen, but the Clinton's, Clinton, Clinton's going to the very end of the draft. Clinton, we can let's go a little bit higher. Let's 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 pick some guys well, that I can. I'm, I'm, I feel pretty good about my like my, my, my first picks and everything. I'm just having trouble toward the the real end of my draft. Yeah. I want to make sure that that's perfect too. You know. Yeah, I hear you. I'm, kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding with you. Uh, Denny, Everybody Denny's on the phone. That. Denny, my guy, where have you been? Medic, just listening, just listening. Denny, in. I'm sunburned. I'm sunburned. My head is my head is uh, peeling. My arms are look at look at the color the discoloration in my in my body. I'm Casper the ghost need, here. I'm red as can be here. I can't really tell need, unless I do that. We need to talk that. about that. I'm I'm, I'm I'm shedding my skin. Yeah. You're out there in Arizona and you yeah. shaved your head. You shave your head, right? Mm-hmm. But someday. You might be bald anyway, so why shave your head? I like, bro. I'm getting. While you I'm getting older. It rec- it recedes. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't grow in in super thick anymore. It's like I I just shave it. It looks clean, bro. I don't. I don't. Uh, I don't have the ability to grow a a mean head of hair anymore. You know. Can I just throw something out there? Yeah. How about a a skullet? I could do a mullet. I could probably do that. The problem is, Denny, when you get older, I, I don't know how old you are, Denny, but as you start... I'm older than you. Yeah, well, when you start getting older and, and, and you aren't blessed with a, a big mop like you probably, you know, like you have, it, it's it's even hard to grow a long, your hair long anymore. Once it gets a certain length, it just stops growing. <laughs> you know? When's so I the just, last time I, you I, I, I use the ro- I use the Rogaine. I, I get it into the temples. I keep it. I keep as much of it as I can. But you know, don't, we we got we got we got some receding going on, and you know, it is what it is. You know, I, I I like the clean, mean, you know, shaved look. It's just the way it goes. But I don't spend a lot of time in the sun, Denny. I was just out there because all my yard work, and so now I'm back oh, at, I'm back in the studio. You. I'm proud of you. You're doing yard work. Well, well, no, but we we redid the entire backyard. Um, and it's oh. yeah, it's it's looking smooth, Denny. It's looking smooth. You know, I, you know how good that is for you. That's good for the soul to be out there. You know, you're in there. You, you, you're doing. You're out in Arizona. Are you like uh, cousin Eddie? Uh, you know, like chasing snakes in your yard from that. No, movie, uh, no, we, I'm not, I'm in the city. It's like it looks just like any of your cities. It's, it's, I know a lot of people picture Arizona as a desert and a cactus. You know, like that's all that that's all that I have. You know, around me, but that's not the case. Uh, Denny, here. Let me show you the backyard. You got this. Is a little little snippet of the backyard. Check that. Check oh, out what I have. Ha- are see. you wa- are you watching the screen, Denny? Uh, yeah, yeah. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Uh, yeah. All right, here we go. Uh, look, look, look at this. Look at this. Look at this. This is. Look at this. Okay. Look, 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 at, look at this. Look at this. Hold on. Hold on. Let me let me see if I can play that again. Let me see if I can play that again. Are you?
Yeah. Where's the grill? You got a grill out there? I don't have the grill out yet. I don't have the grill out yet, but we'll definitely be doing it live. The grill, the the grill's coming. I gotta go. There's a nice, there's a nice one at Costco. It's one of those like flat grills. You know, you can do eggs and bacon, and it's like big. You know, it's like it's like this. It's like this long, and it's got the big yeah. Going gas or charcoal? I, I, yeah, charcoal's nice, but I, I like this one at Costco. It's, it's gas and it's the flat, and you can do the, you can do the eggs, the bacon, the hamburgers, all on it. It's like Mm. just, it it looks like a restaurant. All together. Yeah. Yeah. I like what I'm saying. I'm I'm proud of you, Smitty. Yeah. Is that real grass? No, it's turf. The whole thing's turf. The golf course is turf. The grass next to it's turf. But they do turf so good now. It's not like it used to be where it's like it looks plasticky. This is a triple green turf and it has dead <laughs> dead grass colors, light green colors and and dark green colors all in it. It's triple green. And it look it looks mm. really really nice. I'm like I I I, 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 I out there. Hey, hey Smitty, I, I I've been out of the mix for a while and I love Alave, but I I got to be the guy that's outside of the uh, out of the loop. And I love his nickname, uh, Sun God. What, what, what is that? I just heard that. What, what is that? Is that from you, or is that his nickname? Uh, for Saint Brown, Sun God. That's just his nickname, Saint Brown, Sun God. That's not a lot of his name. Yeah, that's for Saint Brown, Sun God. He's from California. Yeah. And that's what, what, so anyone from California, is Sun God. Um, the 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 nickname came from. Uh, let me see. Sun God nickname. I remember the story. Uh, Ra, God of the Sun, also many names, including, let's see, Amon Ra, St. Brown nickname. Here we go. Uh, they found Diamond in the Rough and Amon Ra, St. Brown. Um, I don't forget things. He says he remembers every player that was drafted ahead of him that was a wide receiver. He looks across the field, stares at him. When he sees a wide receiver that was drafted ahead of him, he sits there and looks uh-huh. at him across the field, and he just like, "What? Oh my you know, god! What excuse do you have for going ahead of me?" Um, but here, <laughs> so how how did St. Brown get such a uh, 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 let's see, let me let me have this read off, okay? Ready? Here we go. This will tell the story, the nice little story. So, how did St. Brown get such a regal name? Amon Ra is a slightly liberal Amon Ra, or the god of the air, the sun and creation in Egyptian mythology. The ancient Egyptians believed Amun-Ra was the creator of all things, and they worshipped him as head of the city of Thebes. Okay, so... So hold on, hold on. Here's more. Don't don't think we're done here. Denny, be as quiet as you can, because it's reading, and people need to hear it. So hold on. Okay. Zip it. Hold on, here we go. How did Amun-Ra St. Brown get his name? That context is important, as it's a glimpse into the mind of St. Brown's bodybuilder father, John Brown. Brown was a two-time amateur Mr. Universe winner, taking the title in 1981 and 1982. He was also a three-time Mr. World winner. Brown possessed a deep love of Egyptian mythology in the 90s, which led to him naming his second and third kids Osiris, God of Fertility and Amon-Ra, respectively. Equinemius, the eldest, and a receiver on the bears, was named for a character in a book from a friend of John's. Equinemius' full name. However, is Equinemius Tristan Imbedef J. St. Brown, so he also has some of the Egyptian conventions in there. St. Brown made a name for himself. So anyway, that, that's the background. It is all Egyptian-based. Um, his father was a bodybuilder. This this family's oh. out to just get you. You you know, they're, they're out to just beat you at everything you do. 
And so that's... Oh, my goodness. Yeah, one, one thing I said about St. Brown last year, which didn't hold true. Okay, but let's 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 carry it over to this year because I think there's some goodness to this. That his dad, in the preparation of this this kid St. Brown, Amon Ross St. Brown, uh, working out, watching his father be a bodybuilder, lifting, being strong, staying in shape, dominating everybody, being ahead of the curve, um, working hard. All those things made me feel like he would be one of the least likely players to get injured, <laughs> and he did get injured, but. But I still think it holds true to, like, in the future, he could be one of those guys that is such a hard worker and he's so prepared. I think that maybe we won't see injuries. Um, he, he Look, he was the number one receiver in the league if you count his last four games and his first two games in the connecting seasons. So in 2021, his final four games, he was the number two receiver in the league only behind J.J., Okay, so final four games, he was the number two receiver in the league behind only J.J. So he finished out the season on, on a terror. Then he walks into the 2022 season and is the best wide receiver in the league through two weeks. In some total, was the best wide receiver in the league over the last six games from that point. The four games prior in the 2021 season and the two starting games. So consecutive, consecutive. He's outscoring everybody in touchdowns. Yeah. He's outscoring it. And then he got hurt. So, St. Brown... I'm a rock got hurt. What? I don't remember when he got hurt, but I got a quick story about him, and I'm going to dip out. All right. All right? Smitty, mm-hmm. we went to the uh, Zappy game. Me and six guys from the same league, at, you know, at Gillette Stadium. We're watching the pass up in the nosebleeds. And uh, Zappy's starting... And uh, we're playing uh, Detroit, and we're out there, you know, pregame and tailgating. I mean, totally tailgating. And I go, guys, watch out for this guy. I'm on Ron, number 14. I'm on Ron St. Brown. He's going to light it up. I mean, if we're here, we might as well, you know, give respect to the other team. (laughs) He'd be like, okay, yeah, Denny. Yeah, Denny knows what he's talking about. He laid a goose egg. Zappy just run Ruckshaw on their butts. And I said butts because I didn't swear. And um, I saw one guy with the number 14 at Detroit. I was like, yeah, St. Brown, right? And I had a uh, Cole Strange jersey on, 69 Strange. (laughs) And uh, I didn't call right that day. But I think Mac Jones is going to come back around. It's all about redemption. I don't know, Danny. I'm not a Mac Jones believer, but it's a cool story about St. Brown and St. Brown to the moon. I love him. I love him. Uh, let me get these super chats. Denny, you can't hang around if you want. We love you. We appreciate you. Uh, Smitty just had my second kiddo. Baby Jake is a future fantasy football savant. Appreciate you, Paul. Paul dropping a super chat to tell us he had a baby. Congratulations, Paul. Let's give him a, Let's give him a standing ovation. Appreciate you, Paul. Thank you for dropping that uh, super chat wad on screen. Appreciate you, Good Dallas. Man, Dallas says, uh, "Who would you take 1.1 in the standard league?" Bijan. If it's three wide receivers, two running backs, non PPR, I can still get behind JJ or 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 Chase, but I probably take Bijan, and I probably trade down Dallas if I could. You know, I you don't need to take Bijan, but I would trade down. But then again, in a non non point per reception, could go running back, running back, and if somebody else gets cute, what are you going to do? So I just take him. I, I don't care what anybody says. You're going to get a lot of looks. Prepare for it. You're going to get a lot of looks, but I wouldn't. I don't care. I really don't care. 
Uh, this one from from Ollie, uh, five dollar hauler. Hey, bro, keep CD in the second, and Mike Williams in the seventh. Going Chase or CMC Bijan at two. Okay, uh, who should I draft at three point two? Andrews, Mixon, Gibbs, uh, Burrow, L. Jackson, DK, Cooper, Aaron Jones. I assume this is a one QB league, so I'm gonna say Gibbs by a mile. And then I think you, you know, I don't know that I love. I don't know that I love these other options as much as I love Burrow, but maybe there's somebody else, you know, like Christian Watson, then you get Burrow or Fields in the next round. But if not, then Burrow would be the next best guy on this list. But Gibbs, then Burrow. Uh, thank you for the $5 hauler. Ollie, are you still here, pal? Appreciate you. Tanner with a $2 hauler says 207 in here. Everyone better smash that like button. Tanner, appreciate you. Are you still here, Tanner? I want to make sure you're here, pal. Uh, that's bold. Are you talking about Bijan? Look, it is what it is. You can't trade out. What are you going to do? Take the player you don't like? You know, so it's fine. It's fine. Take a guy you believe in. Barkley, uh, let's see. That's bold. I'm taking Bijan 1.3. Says Owen, that's a smart move. I don't hesitate. Um, does he have a grill? Um, has a freaking golf course, Denny. Says Robert, I don't. I I mean, we have a grill, but it broke. So the the thing is, we you know we haven't been grilling in our our you know backyard full of weeds. It got overtaken, and so we're buying the grill. Um, I don't. I, I was gonna maybe have one built, which is why I didn't have one you know purchased yet because I was gonna maybe have these guys create one of those like you know stucco grills and brick you know brick and nice refrigerator and all that. But I, I too much money. Your boy Smitty ran out, and so basically we're going with the uh, we're going with the Costco grill, which is is still phenomenal, and you know we can put some things uh, around it, but it's phenomenal. Somebody asked why I have a lawnmower if I have uh, turf. Well, I mean I haven't got rid of it yet, so it's still sitting in the in the middle of the yard. Tenor, keep one. JJ at one point nine or Ramondre in the ninth round. Woo. Uh, probably Ramondre in the ninth round because if you think about it, bro, who are you getting at one point nine? You know, a pretty decent player. He's not JJ, but you get Ramondre and that decent player versus just JJ. So probably Ramondre in the ninth round. That's a great, great question. That's a tough question, to be honest with you. That's crazy. Um, appreciate you with the super chat. Denny, you got anything else or Denny hang up? Denny hung up. Avi, what else you got? Uh, yeah, where do we draft DeAndre Hopkins? And do you think Lamar Jackson could be QB1 like he was back in 2019? Mm. What, like, with Zay and OBJ, I feel like he's got, like, he's got potential to be, like, an MVP. <laughs> but he also, I don't know, it's, it's tough. Like, I really like Lamar, but I'm taking fields over him, obviously. Uh, hold on one second. We got a $20 hauler, and I'll answer that question. Yeah. Here we go. Alert. Super chat alert. Vampy says, Smitty, grill fund. Appreciate you, Vampy. Look at Vampy dropping a, a wad on the screen. Look. I try and reinvest as best I can, and I, I swear to you, I, part of the reinvestment here is the yard as a, a, a secondary live stream space and a place for us to, you know, kind of have some variety. Uh, 419 caller, you're live on the show. Who's this?
I, I don't know what what people like why they do that. <laughs> You're allowed they, to speak. As soon as you answer, they just hang. They immediately hang up. Um, thank you, Vampy. But yeah, I, I seriously a big reason why I did what I did. Is so there's some variation and it's not so monotonous, you know, over and over. Look at Kevin dropping a twenty dollar wad on screen to match Vampy's. Let's go, Kevin. Alert. Super chat alert. You guys are gonna have a good time out on the on the on the patio with me. It, it's gonna be awesome. Smitty, in the $150 buy-in league, you helped me win last year. This year I got the 10 pick with JJ as my one keeper. Was thinking Wilson and St. Brown at the turn. What do you think? I think that would be fantastic. I think you gotta you know, you got to go with the flow. I don't know who's available. I can't really just say those are the, but that sounds fantastic. I mean, you're starting off with uh, JJ as a keeper, and you can get Wilson and St. Brown. Um, the fact that running backs are as deep as they've ever been, in my opinion, with like Gibson or Gibson, sorry, Gibbs and uh, Pacheco, and and now Walker falling to like five six. You got Pacheco in six. You got Kamara in seven eight nine. Depending on where you're drafting, you've got Javante and seven, maybe six. You've got so many opportunities to accumulate three or four of those guys. And just if you start off with that trip triple wide receiver crew, JJ, St. Brown, and Garrett Wilson, I mean, who's gonna stop you? The answer is nobody, Kevin. The answer is nobody, Smitty approved. You've just been Smitty approved. And then we got one more super chat here. Ollie following up with his previous one. Thank you, Vampy again. Vampy to the moon. Uh, Vampy's a new mod, by the way. Everybody give Vampy a, a shout-out. To the moon. Um, Ollie says, if I go Burrow in the third, uh, then I have no running back until 4.1. Which isn't the end of the world, Ollie. Uh, uh, I don't know that I force... Let me go back to your first question. I don't know that I force, you know, a running back because he's a running back, you know. Like, Mixon doesn't do it for me. Gibbs is... I already told you Gibbs over Burrow. So if Gibbs is there, you're taking Gibbs. Um, but I'm not forcing DK over Burrow, honestly. And that's not a running back. It doesn't solve the, the question at hand. Um, Amari Cooper, I don't want. Not there. Aaron Jones, he's an RB, but I, he's okay. If you love Aaron Jones, you, you could get him there. I, I think Mix, Mixon's too early. Um, I don't know. You didn't mention Kenneth Walker, who I think you can get like the round later. 4.1 for Kenneth Walker in this format probably wouldn't be there, I imagine. But Pacheco, you know who's going to be there. You can you could definitely um, follow up and let me know. Uh, five five one eight caller, you're live. Who's this? What's up, five one eight caller? You're live. Who's this? Yeah. Uh. Anyway. Go, go ahead, Avi. What else you got? Oh, yeah. So, what, where do we take DeAndre Hopkins right now? You know, he's going to get a lot of targets. And how high can Lamar finish this year? How high can Lamar finish this year? Oh, that was your question. I'm sorry. Uh, I don't know. I'd, prob- I'd probably say, to, you know, could he be the QB1? I suppose it's possible. But I, I truly think that that it's going to be someone like Fields, you know, that, that cracks into it that, that people don't expect to. I don't think it's going to be Lamar. 
I think there's too many variables for Lamar to be the number one QB. I think new offense, you know, new wide receivers. Um, I'm excited about the receivers, but I, I don't know. I don't know that I feel like it's um, it's something that feels like obvious to me. You know. Yeah, a lot of mix and matching there. They got to figure out. All right, let's try this one right here. Uh, seven, uh, area code seven, whatever. Who are you? You're live. These guys today, um, scared to talk. Scared to talk. Um, go ahead, uh, go ahead, Clinton. Clint, what else? You what? What about Pacheco? I'm in on Isaiah Pacheco. He's wearing number 10 for a reason. Tyreek Hill's my boy. They gave Pacheco 10 for a reason. He's about to run it off this year. Mm-hmm. I think I, Pacheco is going to be a monster. I think he's going to be a top 12 running back. I think you you, you pair Pacheco with McKinnon, and they're not really essentially even the cuffs that you need to have. They're kind of like the uh, – yeah. They're kind of unrelated cuffs in a way, but but when Pacheco goes down, McKinnon's role, or if he goes down, I should say, I don't want to say when – if yeah. he goes down, McKinnon's role increases, but he doesn't change roles. Um, Prince comes in, and Prince is really the technically speaking the handcuff. Um, but but I but I do think that uh, you know you, the better cuff though, even though Prince is the technically speaking handcuff, <laughs> the the better the better cuff is McKinnon because if Pacheco goes down, McKinnon's role yeah. is gonna be huge. I think it's such a good for combination. Sure. Um, thank you, Ollie, for your super chat. Kevin dropping a five dollar hauler says. Uh, of course, I want Bijan, but thanks again, Smitty. We are back winning it again, back-to-back championships. Um, yeah, Bijan would be Bijan this year. Everyone that gets Bijan and Gibbs and and Garrett Wilson and Alave and St. Brown, um, you're gonna have a big smile on your face. You're gonna have a big smile on your face. It's gonna be a good year, great year. Thank you for your five-dollar hauler, my guy, Kevin. Kevin dropping it tonight. Appreciate you, my guy. Uh, Melvin Torres in the building. Smitty, are you watching the game? Um, I got it right here, pal. Got it all right here. Uh, th- this is going to be a, l- a little interesting what happens with this um, 8 p.m. show on Thursdays because I imagine we'll call it a little short, but at the same time, you know, I'll be I'll be watching this. Uh, I got to restart it because it's freezing up. I gotta, I, I'm going to be kind of watching the game with you guys sitting here with me, you know, potentially, so... Well, uh, it'll be interesting. Um, Clinton, you got anything else? Oh, yeah. Uh, speaking of uh, Javante Williams and Amon Ra, how do you feel about their quarterbacks, Russell Wilson and uh, Jared Dolph? I mean, like, do you feel like they're going to um, be better than their value or maybe a little less than their value? Garrett Wilson and Amon Ra? No, um... Their quarterbacks. Oh, their quarterbacks. Jared Goff and yeah. Russell Wilson. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, I, you know, I think um, I think Goff's gonna have a really good year. Goff Goff had a really strong finish to the season, and I think things only get better for him this year. So Goff might be in the same boat that Geno and Tua were in last year, where they don't get the respect on draft day. They probably don't get the respect all year long either. You know, it's kind of one of those things where it's like even I can't find a way to start one of them. I don't really feel the same way about Russell Wilson, so I'll answer that one in a second. But, like, 
Goff or Geno or Tua. I can't find a way to start those guys because I just have a player I like better. But they're 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 definitely all three of those guys: Tua, Goff, and Geno, capable of hanging in the six to eight range. You know, I don't think I don't think all three will. I don't even know if two will, but all three of them have the capability of being a player right outside of the big dogs. You know. Yeah. But uh, Wilson, I I look, I don't, I just don't trust Wilson. I don't trust Wilson. I think he's. He seems weird. He seems in a different place than he used to be. I hate that he has imaginary uh, teammates on the field. I hate that he. Uh, <laughs> I hate that he. You know, he didn't have a good season last year. I feel like he's rattled. Then I see him like throw in the accuracy contest, and I start going, "Wow, he still got it. He still has the touch." So that's that's the one good thing is like Russell Wilson has the touch. He has the right coach, and he has some talent around him for sure. But I don't know if they even know who their number one wide receiver is. I keep hearing and seeing everybody draft Judy in the top four rounds, but I honestly don't know how much I trust Judy. And it was Tim Patrick, and he went down with the torn Achilles. And Cortland Sutton's hard to trust, and you hear Denzel Mims is Sean Payton's guy. It's kind of a, kind of a disaster in a way from a receiving perspective, but I do love Javante Williams. I think Javante Williams is going to have a big, 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 big season if he can he can continue on the same path that he's on. So I'm, I'm really excited about Javante. All right, Smitty. I appreciate it, man. I got to cut out now, right? All right, bro. Later, Clinton. Appreciate you. I'm watching Later. this game. It's kind of uneventful right now, but um, it's fun to see that football's back for sure. Avi, you got anything else? Um, Yeah. So the Chargers this year, how are we feeling about everybody? Mike Williams, Herbert, Keenan Allen. I'm staying all the way from the Chargers because Justin Herbert let me down last year. He really let me down. I don't trust Austin Eckler. I think Keenan Allen's going down. I think Mike Williams is going down. So I'm off the charges. I don't know if that's shocking you, but yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, I mean, you you hear my stance on it. I'm I'm not like super. I'm not super against Herbert, but I just have him yeah. in a different a different yeah. tier. Um, or not a different tier per se, but I have him in a place where he's in a prove it to me. Um, bucket of, of players like Watson's in a prove it bucket, um, Herbert's in a prove it bucket, and it's not like it's not like he doesn't have the capability of of coming in and and dropping a crazy 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 season on us. He certainly could. I think Herbert's got the talent around him. I don't know if Quentin Johnson's going to be that guy yet. He could be. Um, kind of plays small for his size. But he's starting to show up big in camp. But it's camp. You know, it's camp and it's hard to judge it. But I think Eckler's a year older. We'll see how he stays healthy. I think the best thing they could do is bring in like JT. That's a, a player that I think would be an amazing fit for the Chargers. Get a little thunder and lightning back. Put Eckler out at wide receiver a whole lot more. Make him catch a thousand yards. You know, keep Eckler healthy all year. That's what I would do if I, if I was the Chargers. If they brought in JT in a trade, which is very unlikely. But if they did... I would be so much more on board the Chargers and Justin Herbert, but it is a changing offense, and 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 Kellen Moore is had had very good success having potent offenses in Dallas, but we just don't know. It's moving parts. It's a lot of a lot of uncertainty. It's disappointment from last year. It's uh, an injury plagued wide receiver room and and an older running back that uh, you know I know he believes he can have two, three, four more years, but from you know historically speaking. I don't know that Eckler is set up to have 
for sure a full you know season but we'll see he definitely if anybody could do it probably would be Eckler um they definitely can't run him up the gut uh to the tune of you know 1400 yards rushing or something like that but if they're smart with them maybe they squeeze out the full year yeah, no, the Eckler is tough. He gets so many touchdowns. I feel like it's going to come back one year, and this might be the year. Yeah, I mean, I'm kind of staying. I'm kind of staying away from CMC and Eckler this year in Henry, just because all of them are are at that that tipping point. But it doesn't mean that one, two, or all three couldn't have. Yeah, yeah. You know that year. Ollie, Ollie, appreciate your super chats. Uh, uh, Melvin, appreciate your super chats. Appreciate all of you. Let me look at the stats real quick for this uh, Jets game. I just want to see who's popping. It's pretty bad. Nothing's really going on. Yeah. Next week is going to be the week. No, week week two is going to be the week where we get some some action. But let's see here. Garrett Wilson over Cooper Cup now for me. Oh, of course. Definitely. I would I would take Garrett Wilson over both personally. Yeah, I know you are. I know you. Yeah, uh, this Jason Brownlee is a guy to watch today though, and I don't know if he's still in the game. I think he he may be, but he has two catches for 17 yards. He's made two very impressive um, catches in the, in camp. He looks very good so far. He's got two targets, two receptions, so he's connected on both of them, and he's got uh, 17 yards so far. Um, Abanikanda has one touchdown and 26 yards on eight carries. That's 3.3 a carry. Not great, but good that he got it to touchdown. Um, Zach Wilson, three of five for 65 yards. No TDs, no interceptions. So at least he went out there and didn't make mistakes, really. Uh, like I said, Brownlee. Um, Malik Taylor is one catch for 57 yards. On the Brown side of the football, you've got Kellen Mund. With uh, one interception and 60 yards, you got um, nothing really in the run game other than John Kelly Jr., 28 yards on seven totes. But he's also that guy, John Kelly Jr., has three receptions for 24 yards, so they're using him quite a bit. Cedric Tillman, one catch for 15 yards. Somebody asked me today if Tillman would catch, I think it was Tillman, Tillman or Bell, would they catch uh, two, two, two passes or more in today's game. Uh, th- uh, 3-1-3 caller, you're live. Who's this? What's up? Who's this? What's your name? Where are you calling? Where are you calling from? My name, my, my name is Chris, and I'm calling from Detroit. What's up, Chris? You all the time. Yeah, buddy. Um, I got a question. Uh, been in the same league for about eight to ten years. This is the last year of our dynasty. Uh, twelve team, eight keepers, one QB, two flex. I got Lamar, CMC, Harris, Walker, Chase, Wilson. Brandon Ayuk and Fermuth. I got the seventh pick. I gave Diggs and a second this year for Garrett Wilson and Walker. Just wanted to see if you had any trade ideas or draft strategies. I mean, that's a lot you threw at me. I don't know that I've digested it all. Um, <laughs> yeah, my bad. Yeah, I mean, I I can't um, download all that. I- but but yeah, I be I, I be I do be texting you sometimes and okay. I send messages. But you know, obviously, I know you uh, take hit, care hit, of the super chat. Hit me with the hit, hit me with the starters one more time. Lamar, CMC, Harris, Walker, Chase, Wilson, Brandon Ayuk, and Fairmuth. 
and I got the seventh pick. Okay, so let me let me read this back. You got Lamar, CMC, Najee, Kenneth Walker, Jamar Chase, Garrett Wilson. Who else? Brandon Ayuk. Ayuk. And Pat Bermude. Okay. And Muth. Yeah. Okay. And you now, got to... I did have some ideas. Uh, the person that got number one, I was thinking maybe I could give him CMC for St. Brown and the number one pick and take Bijan and have Amon because I can start two flex. So I can start three running backs, three wide receivers, or four and two. <laughs> My guy says he wants to trade CMC for... Bijan and St. Brown? <laughs> well, uh, no, I'd be trading for the number one pick. Right, but... but of our draft. But our, I, our draft ain't until August 26th. Right, but you want to get the 1.1 and St. Brown for CMC? That's that's a tall order. Uh, right, right. Yeah, I mean, right. bro, I'd give up CMC for the 1.1. Straight up? Oh, yeah. I mean, this is, a, is this pure dynasty? Uh, well, this is our last year. Uh, but this is uh, like our sixth year of the dynasty. It's the same 12 people. We all friends. And we'll start a new dynasty next year and make it longer. But this is the last year, Jeez, and I'm trying to go out with a bang. Okay, that's that's ridiculous. Maybe you can't pull that off because it's a redraft. Maybe you can get that guy to think CMC is worth way more than Bijan. So on, on that note, you're, it's a redraft. On that note, I would, right. tr I would try and do that, sure. If you've got to throw in an IUK. Throw them in, bro. Just throw them in. Okay. Okay. You know? Right. Because I had I had Mixon and I traded him for Lamar straight up. And then, like I said, I had Diggs and I traded the second for Walker and Wilson, which are two moon man. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I de I definitely would would throw in Ayuk. I'd throw in another player if I needed to. I don't know if I'd throw in. Well, I any, got, any I, of got these. I got I I still got Traylon Burks on the bench. Uh, our keepers don't have to be set till like August sixteenth. I'd throw Burks in. I'd throw Ayuk in. I'd try and definitely get that deal that you just mentioned. I doubt you get it. Um, end of the day, right. I still draft Bijan over CMC though. But I think fair market value commands that you get a little more. Okay. Because it's a okay. redraft. That's stupid. They're ending the league. Why are they ending the league? Because you got too much of a dominating team. That's ridiculous. That's why. Uh, that's why. No, you got no, it ain't really me to be honest. Because I ain't won yet, so I ain't gonna lie and say, "Oh, I won a year or two. Uh, what it is is, uh, it was new to all the players, and there'll be a lot of different things as far as how the redrafts go, who gets the first pick, and the commissioner's been trying to learn on the fly. So we figured we ended this year, and then next year just do a whole new draft and start over. Yeah. But it is a hundred dollar league, so it ain't you know it ain't a ten dollar league. So yeah, you know that's ridiculous though that they they did that. But anyway. right, right, especially when I see my team really kind of turned into the Globetrotters a little bit. Yeah, your team's fire, bro. Straight fire. Right, right, right. All right, man. Uh, hang tight, but real I, quick. Yeah, thanks for uh, answering the phone. You know, if you ever need some, you know, ideas or anything, I love to chat with you, man. I see you in Arizona. I always want to move out there. So, I love your show. I love what you do, and I love your energy, bro. All right, man. Appreciate you. We'll see you later, pal. Appreciate you. Have a good night. Yep. Uh, thanks, Chris. Uh, Avi, any final thoughts? I'm probably going to jump off here and go grab some food. We're going to be back drafting live tonight on uh, Underdog Fantasy promo code SMITTY. Yeah. So make sure you guys sign up uh, first uh, deposit with them. If it's your first time playing, they'll 
they'll match it up to $100. So I dropped that link right now. Uh, final thoughts, Avi, before we leave and come back tonight to draft? Go get Justin Fields, Shamir Gibbs, and Calvin Ridley. Do it. Go do get it. those three monsters. Do it, do it, do it. Do it. Do it live. <laughs> All right, later, bro. Uh, Mar- Mars Man Rock Out. Mars Man Rock Out. What's up, man? But can I give you uh, the team I drafted today? Sure. Uh, Law, uh, You're a little Wilson. muffled there. You're a little muffled there. Oh, okay. Hold on one sec. You hear me? Yeah. Yeah. T. Law, Chase, Garrett Wilson, Stevenson, running back, uh, Walker, uh, Crockway, uh, Watson, Madison, Javante, Swift, Sixkins, Dotson, and Cousins. Yeah, I love I love how you say Conquo, a Conquay, a Conquay, a Conquay, a Conquo, a Conquo. Yeah, there you go. Um, so Chase, Garrett Wilson, Stevenson, Walker, a Conquo. Who else? Uh, Watson, Madison. Watson. That's Christian Watson. Uh, Madison. Javante. Okay. okay. Javante, Swift, Pickens, Dotson, and then Kirk Cousins. Pickens. Dotson. Dotson, Cousins. Okay. This is a best ball? Uh, just this one quarterback redraft. Oh, it's a redraft. Okay, so this is like with buddies or ESPN or something. Okay, so your wide receivers. Yeah. Watson. You got Walker. You got Stevenson. You've got Swift. Those are good. Those are your wide receivers. That's a good team, man. I like it a lot. I mean, Stevenson and Walker are pretty smooth. For having that trio of wide receivers in Chase, Garrett Wilson, Watson, and then the T-Law quarterback, Conquo, tight end. I like it. Really nice. Um, my trade my trade ideas would be get rid of Madison while his value is high. Um, maybe trade Stevenson while his value is high. I'd try and go get Gibbs using Stevenson. You know, stuff like that. Yeah, I'll take away from getting Gibbs. Oh wow! If you, yeah, if you could, if you could make a trade, Stevenson and Gibbs, do something like that. You know, I give up Madison for free to make that trade, easily. Yeah, I'll try. That's just me, though. I know some people love Stevenson. I just feel a little sketchy about Stevenson's situation right now. I'm just not feeling real confident about Bill Belichick and and the Patriots. I think it could be a really bad year, and I'm just wondering what's going to happen. Yeah, you never know with them. <laughs> yeah. All right, rock out. I'll see you tonight, pal. Underdog Fantasy promo code Smitty. Dropping that link in the chat. We'll see you later, pal. Later. Mars right, man. See ya. Rock out. My guy. My man. We got some super chats here. Garrett Garcia says, I got offered Bijan Cooper and McKinnon for JJ. Bijan Cooper and McKinnon for JJ. Uh, Garrett, if that's a dynasty, I, I like Bijan more than... Or... I mean, I like J- if it's a three wide receiver PPR, JJ is slight, a slight bit more value than Bijan, just a little bit. And I don't know that Cooper or McKinnon 
move the needle, but I also like them even enough that if you needed RB in Dynasty and you wanted to make that trade straight up, I'm fine with it. And you get Cooper and McKinnon with it. So it's not a bad deal by any means. I just want you to know that no matter what way you look at it. From a redraft perspective, it's same argument. I don't think it changes. I think I would I would maybe if you do do it, and I'm fine with it. If you need RB and take uh, and take Bijan, you trade uh, Cooper away. You keep McKinnon, trade Cooper away, and try and do some other trade somewhere. But that, that's good trade bait. But that that's a tough question to answer. And if it was non PPR, I'd rather have Bijan. If it's half PPR, PPR, especially if it's three wide three wide receiver, I lean JJ. And, and in Dynasty, you know, especially because it's long term. Man, they keep throwing to this Kelly Jr. This Kelly Jr. is being utilized. He's got a lot of stats. His stat line's through the roof. Kelly Jr. Um, four receptions for 27 yards and a touchdown. Ten rushes for 42 yards. They're using him. Now, now we can't get too excited. He might barely make the team, you know, but it's just like he looks good in this game. They're definitely using him. He's going up against, you know, not going up against starters, so don't get carried away. But it is it is impressive seeing him out there against you know his counterparts at least. FF manager here uh, used group me last year and the chat was mostly dead. Do you prefer text chat, fantasy app chat? How do I increase engagement? Um, you can go on over to the fantasy football show on Instagram. That's my Instagram. And if you click that subscribe button for $4.99 a month, you don't have to do this, but you can get into an exclusive chat group of about, uh, you know, you can, I can do 30 at a time in each chat group. So if, if one fills up, I create a new one and then that. But for $4.99 a month, you can be in a voicemail leaving group. Okay, so you can hold down the microphone inside this chat group on Instagram and leave a, a daily voicemail for me. And I, I play it and then, you know, so you can do that if you want. Um Past that, I mean, I got a Discord. If you go to thefantasyfootballshow.com at the top right corner of the site, which will be like up up here, there'll be a Discord link. You can join the Discord for free. Um, or you can comment. I mean, I try and reply to almost every comment. That's going to get tougher as the, the season moves along, but I do my best within the first 48 hours. I'm a little behind, so if you haven't had a reply yet, then know that I'm going to try and get in there and reply to every comment of the, over the last 48 hours. So that's a def- definitely a way to increase engagement. Um, but I would join that uh, that Instagram group if you want to leave daily voicemails for me. And inside there, all the voicemails are for me, and any of the text is for everybody else. So if you want to mingle with the other guys that are paying four ninety nine and they're taking it seriously, they want to help each other. So it's a great, great little group. So go join that. Appreciate all my super chatters today. Uh, Zach, appreciate you, Zach. Uh, Zach's question. This is the final one. Zach, you still here? Who's your top four wide receivers in Dynasty startup draft? Besides JJ and Jamar Chase, um, so looking at let's let me let me pull up my rankings and just see what I even have um, listed. But Dynasty, let's see here. I'm gonna see what I have. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go a little deeper than four for you. This game's, you know, getting a little bit boring now, but that's par for the course for the first preseason week. But um, Brownlee's look pretty good. I like Brownlee a lot. I hope he makes, I mean, he'll make the team, but I hope he makes an impact. Okay, wide receivers dynasty. 
If I had to rank them, I would say Chase, JJ, Garrett, Garrett Wilson, St. Brown, Alave. And then it's it's like a mixed bag, bro. I mean, you, you're talking win now dynasty. You're talking about future only. Will you include, you know, Ridley in there? Uh, is it Christian Watson, Drake London, London, Christian Watson? But I mean, honestly, the top five are, are Chase, JJ, Garrett Wilson, Amon Ra, Chris Olave. Maybe even Olave over, over Amon Ra in Dynasty. In redraft, I like Amon Ra more, but hopefully that helps you there, Zach. Zach, appreciate you. Dallas, appreciate you. Overcome with the Super Chat. Melvin with the Super Chat. Kevin, uh, Ollie. Kevin with the $20 holler earlier. Appreciate you. Vampy with a $20 holler earlier. Appreciate you. Tanner, appreciate you. Paul, appreciate you. Dallas, Tanner, Ollie. Lucas, Denny, Giancarlo, Kevin again, Garrett again. Appreciate every single one of you. I will see you tonight. We're drafting live on Underdog Fantasy, promo code SMITTY. Underdog Fantasy, promo code SMITTY. I'll drop the link in the live chat one more time, and then I'm going to pin it on the way out the door. This is how you draft tonight. You want to draft with me tonight? You're going to go to Underdog Fantasy by using the link that's pinned in the live chat or the description of every video, and I pinned it right now. And you want to sign up, they'll match up to $100 in your first deposit. And then we're going to go into the live stream. And I'm going to say, open up your Underdog app. And we're all going to jump into this draft. And I'm going to show you what draft it is. And we're going to click it together. And then we'll all jump into that draft together. So that's tonight. Make sure you sign up in advance or you won't get in. That link has been dropped. I'll see you all later. Appreciate you going to get some some, uh, hot dogs at Ted's Hot Dogs. Um, See you later, pal. Later. All of you. I appreciate you all so much. I wouldn't be able to do this without you guys. I wouldn't be able to do this without you guys. You guys are the show. I'm live whenever news breaks. I'm live Monday through Friday at 8 p.m. Eastern every single weekday. And I'm live whenever news breaks. You understand me? You hear what I'm saying? Whenever there's big breaking news. And I might not go live that very second or I might. But I'm there to explain my my take and, and, and my viewpoint to the news. See you all tonight. Isaac in the building. Appreciate you, Isaac. Terry Roberts, my man. Terry in the building. Matt O in the building. Isaac in the building. Garrett Garcia, appreciate you. Birdman, appreciate you. Matt Slater to the moon. Swaggy. Uh, Travis Rowe, thank you for modding. Avi, appreciate you calling in. Travis Rowe is the, the man. Kenobi, appreciate you. Patterson, what's up, my guy? Thank you, Josh. Vampy to the moon. Thank you for modding, Vamp. Rock out. Appreciate you. Rock out to the moon. The stack above all stacks. It's time to drop the pancake emojis in the live chat. Thanks, D-Town. Appreciate you. Thank you, Birdman. Thank you, Garrett. Thank you, Blind Larry. Sick Nasty to the moon. And we're out.
Priest.